Oh, man. So it's an exciting segment of the show. Uh, we got, uh, it's called uh, Minute with Sammy. Minute with Sammy. And in the studio, oh, look, here he comes in the studio. <laughs> it's the man, the legend himself, straight from the Dominican Republic, Sammy Sosa. Hola, Pablo, ¿cómo está? Bien, bien. I'm glad to be in the studio today. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. Uh, it's um, a very sunny day, so I'm glad we're inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's funny that you mentioned that, um, Sammy. Um, hey, you gotta, uh, you, you, you don't gotta... mind if I call you Sammy? Right? No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, call me Sammy. It's, uh, it's okay. Well, uh, yeah. you got uh, a question for me? Do you see? Yeah, I, I, I you seem s- a little. You're well nervous. Um, you're baseball legend right you were famous for challenging mark mcguire in that yes. home run yeah yes and in you know what run con, like it was you were head to head with mark mcguire for most home runs we were head to head but let me tell you something the the baseball league is the racist and i beat him i beat him yeah. in the home run uh, uh, uh contest okay I, it's just you know he's he's using uh, 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 steroids yeah. so you know he they they counting more the his but no I yeah. I being right uh you know I I gotta tell you Sammy the uh, th- there's something different about you I can't really put my finger on it maybe being right I look yeah. good right I look good I know yeah. I look good right now <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't I don't know if I would uh, yeah no I know oh. I look I look good I've been um, you look a little different I've you been look- well I've been working out. Um, I've been um, drinking uh, a lot of water. Uh, that's good for the does, skin. Does the water? Uh, does the water really get the complexion like that? Um, like I don't like I don't want to say corpse-like. No, it's uh, my skin is very clear now. That's uh, yeah, what you're trying to say. That's what I'm seeing. I'm just like it's, I'm seeing a lot of veins, and I'm seeing a lot of like. No, no. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could see your your musk your muscles no, from inside. Because you, I'm working out. You that's why. Look like a summer roll is I'm what go- I'm trying to say. I'm going to the gym. That's what's happening. And also, look. Okay, I have a little secret. Okay. And I've been using some cream some to make my skin soft. Okay. Um, it's very good. Uh, some people say that it makes my skin a little lighter, but I don't. I don't see what they're talking about. It's, it's because it's, that's not my point. My point is just to make it soft, right? And my skin is very. As a matter of fact, touch my skin. It's very soft. Okay. Touch, touch my skin. Okay, hold on. Oh, uh, where? Right here? Okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh. Ow. Coño, man. Ooh, uh, uh, is it supposed to be that like gooey? Oh, you, uh, you poke right through my skin. Ew, What's wrong ew. with you, man? It's, oh, it's still on me. Ah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay, fine. It's so, fine. It's good for you. You should put it on your face. Uh, it, it burns a little. Is it supposed to tingle? It's, it tingles. I, don't be a pussy, okay, man? Okay. It's like, it's, uh, it's just, it's, little, it's just the cream. It's sexist, but all right. It's, uh, Okay. Uh, it's it's good. It's good cream. It's good cream. Really? Because I think. That, whoa! 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 Oh. What? What? What's with the? On, your fi- your your fucking pinky just came off. The, oh come on, man! What's it's, the what's the deal with that? It's no big deal. Listen, listen. That's my trick, pinky. Okay. 
It's the it's that old baseball Tr- injury song thing, you know. Trick pink, like it gets a little away from me. That's uh, all. All right. Well, are you gonna pick it up? Cause it's like it's it's still moving and it's by my feet. It'll it's... it'll come back to me on its own. Don't okay. worry about it. Okay. It's just don't don't frighten it. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. It's just um. Would you want a glass of water, Mr. Sosa? Um. No. No. I I, I drink a, a special kind of water. Oh okay. Uh, yes, uh, it's a it's a new brand. Um, oh really? You, you know how different uh, companies have water. Sometimes even colleges have their own brand of water. Right. I drink this new water. They I am sponsoring them by the way. It's uh, uh, water that uh, comes from Clorox. Oh okay. Yes, yes. Oh okay. They're sponsoring me. They pay me very well. Now I'm seeing. And I'm it's st- delicious water. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That Clorox is delicioso. <laughs> Oh my God! You're you is it like I see a little ray of sunshine hitting the top of your head. It's sizzling. Like is it supposed uh, to sizzle it, like that? It's because I'm laughing. Okay, I'm hot. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, um, that's that's pretty much wraps up the the segment for right now. Uh, because I just saw that your your ear just fell off. So I'm kind of gonna wrap up the segment. So. What what you say? I can't hear you. Oh, um, yeah, you know what? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's been uh, that's been a, the, a minute with Sammy. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, stay tuned for your regularly scheduled program. Thank you. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back, back everyone. Yeah. So it's been another crazy week. Um, plenty of stuff to cover. Uh, first of all, we just want to congratulate all of you for just surviving another week. Yeah. Of the madness. Way to go. Yeah. Seriously. Good for you for living. Yeah. Because um, we know it's hard. We know it's hard. Um, let's jump right in on on the mess of um, the people who are the very at the very top right now. Um, our uh, our inglorious um, occupier in chief, yeah. um, has, bastard of a president, seriously, <laughs> has instructed his lawyers to start to research whether he can pardon himself and his family from these um, investigations into Russian collusion. Could you get any more guilty? <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know what the deal is here because I'm just like, uh, l- yeah, I, I, he looks completely guilty on this. Like he, it seems like he's just, uh, he, he's, it's like a dude that farts in an elevator and he's like, you know, he's like inventing stories. It's just like, well, must be a mouse died in the uh, AC vents or whatever. Um, I I just think it's it's fucking awful right now. Like his it's, whole, it's totally awful. Like he, um, I was reading that the um, the special investigated um, is it Richard Richard Mueller, uh, Mueller Mueller, Mueller yeah. Richard Mueller. I oh, was sorry, I was going back to like uh, 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mueller, Richard Mueller, he, um, uh, he's on the case and he's pressing things. And basically some of uh, his lawyers are trying to see if they can find some sort of conflict of interest with him actually investigating this. So um, if they had any dirt on him, if somebody in the administration had any dirt on him before he was hired, because let's face it, everybody who was hired or who has worked with Trump in any way um, for this particular time period has always had some sort of rotting skeleton in their closet. Um, I feel like in Trump's case, it's like literally. Yeah. He's got like a ton of dead, you know. Just a bunch of dead skeletons yeah. across different species. Yeah. I think there's like a, uh, the skull of a xenomorph in there somewhere. <laughs> like it's, it's fucking, it's just disgusting. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like I mean, this implies this implies a lot, dear listeners. Um, you know, this is a man who will stoop to uh, any length to um, just slip through the cracks, to just be able to not be accountable to anything he's ever said or done. Um, case in point today, well, this past week, um, the GOP has been trying to ram through their version of uh, health care and uh, it's no longer the AHCA right it's like just repeal we'll we'll replace uh, <laughs> you know whenever we find the spare parts in the back room whatever seriously yeah. I, mean, I think they did give it another like acronym I, f- I forget exactly what it what it is it's something like um, D-I-E-D or something like that I don't know but it's it's, it's <laughs> Uh, it's it's fucking it's just horrendous but i think i think they actually did change the the acronym but um in order first they were having a vote to open it up to some sort of um like discussion on the senate floor or something and freaking john mccain came back from the hospital fresh off of a brain cancer diagnosis um still bearing scar above one eyebrow from where they went in and did whatever it is they had to do well they were they were investigating like a blood clot behind his eye and i think that's where that came from oh is it when they realized um they there was that he had brain cancer oh i see i see so anyway you know he he comes back to the senate floor to vote to push this forward and Every expert, every organization that has looked into it, the limited information that has even been um, presented from the GOP, has shown that this bill would be horrible for at the very least 22 to 24 million Americans, especially the the most vulnerable, the oldest, the youngest, the ones who are sickest. And he came back fresh off of medical care that he's getting off of his health care plan that is paid for by taxpayers to put through a plan that would gut a hell of a lot of uh, taxpayers. It's like, what? Kind, that's a special kind of asshole right there. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's like it's going to leave the healthcare system in ruin. Yeah. And, like, they're saying upwards of, like, 30 million people won't have insurance, and it's just going to leave them, like, dang, like, basically, you know, twisting in the wind while, you know. Yeah, because they're bringing back all the, the stuff that – made the healthcare system a problem, like companies being able to deny you because of pre-existing condi- conditions. They've even added a whole other layer of fuckery where it's just like, 
the the relations that you could have claimed or been claimed by before like um you know extended family and stuff like that has now been uh cut from the bill it's just like oh you know you have a father-in-law no doesn't count as family not for this you know and so on and so forth and it's just like wait a minute so it's got to be like immediate family doesn't work like that for everybody about an hour or so before we got together to record this podcast the um their version of healthcare was finally voted down. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's been defeated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was really sad. It's going to come back. You know, it's going to come back. This They're, thing is harder to kill than fucking. Uh, the shit. Terminator. The, you know? Uh, I know. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's they're, they're going to try some sort of fuckery. But this is this is a, a pretty decisive victory. Like, um essentially at this point what we have to watch them for is um uh just trying to scorch the earth as much as they can because they because uh part of um president number 45's um like uh war call has been to just let uh, the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare oh, that, just fail. They're just like, let's just let it fail. Let's repeal it. This blah blah blah. They're just they're they're essentially just there to hurt at that point. You know, they think nothing. They think that nothing is better than what we have on the books now. Which a lot of people have come forward and said, this healthcare bill has literally saved my life. Without it, I wouldn't have been able to afford the care that I've been getting. You know, and these are just regular Americans. So something is working somewhere for a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give my hats off to the protesters because when the vote was being cast, you could hear the protesters through the fucking walls. Oh yes, and um, I was like, God damn right, mm. like those are our fucking, those are our fucking brethren right there. You Absolutely. Know? Um, Imagine if we could, what we could accomplish if we all stood by the Capitol when they were putting down. Um, some of these important votes and just yelled so loud that like the windows shatter. Yeah, I know. Right? They had no choice, they but to, yeah, they're literally sitting in there like, if we vote this down, they're going to come in and eat us. <laughs> I saw them with their forks and their knives. What is that? I swear had barbecue sauce. Um, yeah. So you look delicious. McConnell. <laughs> I made this such a stupid joke because uh, my wife was just like, uh, because he issued a statement, mm-hmm. you know, he's just like, bah, 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 yeah. bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and my wife noticed that he was a little sweaty and she was like, why is he so sweaty? And I was just like, uh, he just raced a, a rabbit <laughs> the microphone. Um, <laughs> you're getting more of a kick than she got. Out. She's just like, oh, ha, 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 the tortoise in the hair. Good one. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he does look like a fucking turtle. He though. does. Like, it's fucking, you know. Yeah. I know it's infantile of us to say, but come on, come on. He looks like a fucking turtle. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's uh, that's part of what's going on in our in our government right now for our international um, listeners out there. Um, send help. Yeah, please. Like seriously, please send help. Send somebody. Anybody. <laughs> Captain Britain. <laughs> oh wow! Don't involve the Britain Corps in this. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no 
that's true. They're off on that weird, like, wizard zone that they patrol. Damn, so so nerdy. Is that we're not they, we're not there yet? <laughs> is that what they do? I yeah. You know, I, I, I want to dip my toe a little bit in, into um, the robot in the robot thing. section. Like like, because I haven't seen them in comics for a while. Like, are they really off patrolling some other? Yeah, zone? they're they're off in like their own magical dimension because you know fucking Br- Britain is so whimsical that the problems are not on the streets. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's in like Elfland. <laughs> I can't wait till they come back and they're just like, it's like, we're back, people. We've said that. What the hell is Brexit? <laughs> are you Captain f- Brexit. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's the uh, British captain that just shits his pants whenever, he's, <laughs> whenever he's confronted by uh, you know, their European Union <laughs> man. <laughs> European Union man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So... Oh, man. Um, you know, I just got to say, it's just like one thing about um, just like John McCain and the, his whole like his whole gr- like incredible return, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of people are just um, are feeling the same way that I am. It's just like uh, uh, fucking, you know, he he gets diagnosed with cancer with brain cancer and immediately my heart went out to him i was just like you know what he was one of the good ones mm. um i remember when he like uh when he had that town hall like meeting when he was running for president and um and uh fucking you know there was that lady that old lady who was just like i'm not voting for obama because he's an arab and he's got a bomb strapped to his chest and oh my god he's coming for my children and then he was like no 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 like you could yeah <laughs> see that he was fighting himself not to be like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> stop being an idiot he's like no he's he's a decent man yeah just, he's a decent you know, man you um, don't be scared you know that was actually a compared to all the the shit show we've seen since then it's like wow it was positively a fucking prince. Yeah, right? I know, right? Like now, like that moment was like, man, that was like a, a far off like t- fairy tale, cons- uh, you know, compared to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, Trump would just be like, you know what, you're right. Could you imagine Trump mm-hmm. having that same question lobbed towards him? What? like you're crunching is like it just feels like you're breaking bamboo pieces of bamboo in half i'm a panda <laughs> a furry furry panda Man. but it, it's fucked up i mean like he, he he votes you know to bring the whole like argument of of um the repeal mm-hmm without replace to the table mm-hmm. and you know all of a sudden he goes from uh, like me completely sympathizing uh, mm-hmm. for him to me being like oh he's just a piece of shit mm-hmm. in a different candy colored shell yeah yep. um but um moving from one piece of shit to the other um in in our country uh we've had a long standing problem with uh, police misconduct and police brutality, especially towards civilians in particular, um, civilians who are people of color. 
so the problem is at the forefront of a lot of people's minds and it was last week i believe july 15th july 15th yeah july 15th where um an australian woman an australian woman who had immigrated to this country and her name is justine uh Ryschek? yeah justine yeah. Ryschek. that yeah. sounds about right uh, she had called uh, 911 because she had heard something outside of her house, um, either some sort of assault, something along those lines. She, it was reported that it was like a sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. a sexual assault. Possible sexual assault. Possible sexual know, yeah. assault, yeah. And um, apparently it took the police a while to get there. And when they finally arrived, uh, she had come out to talk to them. Um, the thing is, as she came out to talk to them, uh, some sort of uh, altercation happened and she ended up getting shot and killed by the police officer, one of the police officers in that patrol car that pulled up to her house. Now, this is not anything new or uncommon that we haven't seen in this country. Um, in particular, people of color, this is a horror that they experience pretty much every day. Uh, the difference is, is that uh, this Australian woman was white and the officer who uh, shot her and killed her uh, was a uh, was a black person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it is it has illustrated in the brightest light the the difference of reaction and quite frankly the hypocrisy of this country and their narratives. You know, we haven't heard a fucking peep from Blue Lives Matter. Oh, no, no. We haven't seen one person jump to this officer's defense. Um, and the media, uh, especially the right-wing media, has been very, very adamant about stressing that he is a Somali immigrant and that he's a, and that he is oh, Muslim. man. It's just like, oh, he's no longer... He's he's no longer oh, a he's cop. Not, he's not one of you. Like, oh. I thought all cops were just like, you yeah. Know. I thought they, 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 they were the people that we have to appreciate because they're all out there just trying to protect us, you know? Um, the the hypocrisy is... You can you can scoop it up with a spoon. It's, it's just... It's disgusting. It fully illustrates what this country is about right now. The division, the racism... Um, and quite frankly, I hope uh, while the incident is is certainly tragic, I, I want that to be completely understood. There is something that has been illuminated that I hope becomes a lesson and something that we keep a long memory of from this point out that the the narrative about being pro-police is not really about being pro-police. It's about being pro-white police brutalizing uh black and brown bodies yeah because like when you know when eric garner got murdered mm -hmm. um you know people were just like oh you know he was uh uh he's a thug mm -hmm. you know he's uh doing a conducting illegal business mm -hmm. um selling lucy cigarettes yeah. Yeah, how you know the you know word around the fucking right wing campfire was just like oh how how you know, uh, he should have been obeying the law, you know? Mm. Mm. I feel like black people get killed. They're just like, you know, if they even report it. If they even report it. Um, And if they do, it's like, you know, this person was involved in, like, criminalism, 
like criminal activity, was wearing so and so garments, was uh, had a hoodie, uh, looked like he was holding a gun. Uh, oh, he was black, you know. Yeah, um, seriously. And then with um, with with the know, amount of times they say, "Oh, he looked like he was holding a gun," you have to wonder when police are getting trained. Do they actually show them guns? Like, yeah, what guns look like? I mean, shit. You know, black people, brown people. You know, if you're a person of color, I mean. Something's got to be wrong with you if you automatically, if you, yeah, automatically. But yeah. if you know, if you're if you're white, I mean, the 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 difference is kind of obvious, unless like you're the fucking you know the Unabomber or the you know the Oklahoma City bomber. Mm. Uh, I mean, the it's got to be like you're gonna blow up a building. Then there's just like, oh, he's a terrorist. But damn. Has it really got to reach that point and be like, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, because because they because other than that, it's like they always dig up something on people of color. Oh, they're yeah. always like, oh, he was involved in this. Oh, they go she was way involved back. In that. He forgot to pay his light bill one month. Oh, he's a fucking criminal. You know, it's yeah. like they dig up every fucking thing and they don't even, you know, the the lawyer for Justine, who's, um, you know, seeking. Uh, some sort of recompense uh, on her on her family's behalf said something like this is the most blatant I'm paraphrasing this is the most blatant case of an innocent victim you know being uh, victimized by police brutality like saying like she's the most innocent victim ever it's just like really there was a 12 year old boy shot in the park in the same fucking city, yeah. Philando Castile shot in front of his four-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The Castile family, by the way, like saw like real amazing salt to the earth people marched with um, the family of this slain woman, uh, Ms. Uh, Ruschek. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, it's kind of amazing the like that kind of compassion and understanding of injustice is kind of like the fact that it for a moment it felt like it almost transcended the color line right yeah yeah but it's always like oh we have to like you know and i feel fucked up for saying this i really do but it's like oh we have to reach across to them yeah no it's like every time yeah every time glad you said it out loud because i would have jumped in with that as well it's just like black people are always expected to be the better party to be the better people we have to rise above all of this we have to forgive because you know that is what's going to bring about change you know black people have been forgiving shit for Hundreds of years, ever since we've been inculcated with um, Christianity and all of those values, you know, just to try to basically dull our sense of what justice is actually supposed to be. It's gr- it's a grotesque mirror that we're looking into, you know. Yeah, and it's 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 just unjust, and it, if. If this were a different world where, you know, where um, where color didn't matter so much, like the color of one's skin, how much melanin we have, I mean, then we wouldn't be saying, like, we wouldn't be critiquing the politics behind all this. Hmm. 
But because we don't live in a fair world, because we're living in a world that's fraught with racism and just a system that that just refuses to acknowledge the the injustice uh, brought on to our our you know our our brothers and sisters who are melanated and who are of different cultures and creeds, because the the justice system doesn't seem to reach out to us like we're going to continue criticizing and then we're going to like people are probably going to get mad but you know what we're fucking mad we're yeah. fucking mad we're fucking mad and it's like nobody can uh sit there and tell us to modulate our tonality when we're angry it's just like no 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 we are not going to modulate our voices it's like we're literally sitting here getting killed and no matter what we do no matter whether we protests no matter whether we sit in silence no matter what we do no matter how we dress the results are still the same so essentially every option that um the hegemonic majority of this country has doled out to us has not worked it's it's essentially going to come down to just human instinct and you know what that's it's not going to be a pretty thing and you had your chance that's the thing you had your chance and now when change comes it's going to be rough change you know instead of you rising up and being the best humans you could be it's like the change has to come the way it's always come in this country it comes via consequence it comes via the promise of consequence that's the only thing that this country seems to listen to it's like a lot of people like to romanticize Martin Luther King and that whole movement is like they knew how to march they knew how to dress they knew how to do this like no it's like what happened was those marches were effective but they followed it up with boycott they followed it up with action they followed it up people were getting sick and tired in the streets and were starting to clash with police and people were getting fucking fed up and the people up top started to see that okay we need to put something in place otherwise the country is going to start tearing itself apart and we're going to get to that point again and the thing about this time period now i feel like people are a lot more uh desensitized and ready to take it to that extreme uh just because of the amount of poverty that exists now the amount of inequality being so much in our face having all of us having so much more access to information that people are already on edge yeah and i feel like with this with the with the um the threat of healthcare being removed from our system mm -hmm. i feel like that that's probably going to cause some more consequence it's just mm -hmm. gonna cause some more unrest people are gonna start getting really pissed off you know while you know uh, the president and all his cronies are going to be like slapping each other on the back, seeing how much more money they can, they can make for the, you know, insurance lobbyists. But while that's happening, um, that's you know, while, while the, while the Kings are at the top, mm -hmm. the ants are already starting to form yep. like the battle strategy. Like, mm -hmm. and that sounds so threatening, <laughs> but look, I'm not uh, like, I feel like uh, we're not advocating for violence here. We're just burn this fucking shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hey, we agreed we were going to incite violence. <laughs> All right, you know what, Tara? Let's turn this shit off. Let's start with your kitchen. Um. <laughs> but you know what? With all this stuff building, I bet this is why Sean Spicer got the fuck out of there. Because <laughs> he, oh. he, he was just like, you know what? 
And this is going down, you know, it's going down hard. <laughs> and he was just like, peace, peace. Yeah, you know, man. Got the fuck out of there. Spicy, not so spicy mm-hmm. anymore. He got, he got out of there, which makes me sad only in the sense that this probably means that we won't see Melissa McCarthy as much on uh, Saturday Night Live. I hope she takes over for, um, what's her name? Uh, oh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> But it's. I hope she does like the same character. Like it's still Sean Spicer, but it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> That's kind of brilliant. That's yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Um. Damn, it's it's. That legitimately that legitimately got me pissed off. Um, because it, it just feels like it's a world of it's like. It's like Marvel Comics, right? It's mm-hmm. like the world of superheroes, except there are no superheroes. Mm. It's just a bunch of villains running around. You're right. You're right. We could certainly use we could certainly use a hero right about now. <laughs> Neil, if you if you're listening, <laughs> I hope wait, what does he say? <laughs> Neil, if you're out there, we could use some help right about now. <laughs> Oh, and man. then he swoops in. Yeah. Yeah. Rescue the key maker. <laughs> more videos from a shop your fucking truck. Anyway. <laughs> Dope scene reloaded. Check it out if you haven't. But uh, <laughs> It's coming soon to Netflix. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, in case you guys don't know, you are listening to Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, we've been um, we've been going on and on about uh, this shitty world right now, but now it's time to change gears into yeah. the uh, the creamy goodness of uh, <laughs> 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 of pop culture. However, however, the world of pop culture is 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 not without its own rife. Um, and we're looking at you, creators of Game of Thrones. Yeah, DB Weiss and something something. Benioff, whatever yeah. your faces are. Yeah, you know who the fuck we're talking you about. You done fucked up now. Shit. How could you go from showing white people chopping each other's heads off to white people brutalizing people in real life? No, yeah. I, I mean, like, now that I think this, about it. You know what this needs is like, you know, slavery. Yeah. Like, it's like in we, the South. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that because there aren't enough... Uh, I don't think people are really feeling like the oppression, you know. No, no, no. We need to be like, remember. We need to remember why we're why the fuck we're pissed off. <laughs> it's like I want to take the unsullied, but actually do it in real life. Yeah. You know, it's like let's gather up a people who are browner. Has that ever happened? Has that ever happened? I think so. <laughs> and they opened up and they were like, got it, pay dirt. <laughs> you know, so so the creators are thinking of, uh, or well, they, they're pitching to HBO, or it may have been Greenland, I'm not sure, a show called Confederate, which basically... Oh, man, didn't we just go through this with the fact that they tore down, like, the Robert E. Lee statues? Yes, and, like, yes. They were just like, you know what, uh, the statues need a show. Uh, th- basically... <laughs> Like they, they. I read that they said it's just like it seems like the com- the the country is at a point now where we can show a show like this and we can get the dialogue going and it's just like you know, 
dialogue's already going. You yeah, know? It's, it's been going and for a it's while. It's kind of touch. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> it's kind of touchy. <laughs> it's like, why not initiate a genuine dialogue as opposed to creating a show that will most likely net you a lot of money? You know, it's like yeah. you're you're just you're just going to present it in this myopic way, and it's going to go wrong. That's the thing. I mean. Oh, but what about all those defenders that are going to come? You know they're going to come out of the woodworks and they're just going to be like, oh, but you got to give the show a chance. What if it's really well written? Yeah. Well, those defenders. (laughs) Sorry. That's exactly what they It was like they were right here right now. But those defenders can go eat a bag of dicks uh, (laughs) because they don't have that same logic. They don't have that same logic when uh, diverse shows are being put on the air. For example, the new Doctor Who, who is going to be a female, or the oh, or the new man. Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery, which is based, the bridge is filled with people of color and mostly female too, yeah. and they're like losing their shit about it. You know, so are they? I didn't know that about the oh, Star Trek. They're so losing. They're just like, but, but, but white. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, look. Really like and in Doctor Who's in Doctor Who's case, they're like, but 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 male. Yeah, it's just like what I, I want my penis <laughs> with my. <laughs> one of the former Doctor Who's actually said he's a little disappointed. I think it was the one just before this one. Um, he actually said, um, you know what? Will, what will young males have to look up to now? I'm like, oh, really? Captain America, Iron Man? I mean, take your pick. Like, you, you throw a rock, you'll hit a male superhero. You know, because sci-fi is just completely devoid of white men in prominent positions. My goodness, won't somebody please think of the white men? Yeah. <laughs> We're going after the white people hard today. But it's just, it's just like... <laughs> It's like fuck. How much do you need? How much do you need? Man, I don't know. I I don't know. Like uh, I know they were like they. It, it's always brought up to. It's always brought up to the table. What happens if I- Idris Elba uh, takes over the role as Bond? Mm. You know. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know what that was. White anger. It's white fanboy anger. White fanboy anger is very uh, moist. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a tough time getting out of those fucking couches. Oh, man. shit. Oof. Can't wait for uh, Last Jedi. I am dodging anything involving that, like the plague. Because like, I just want to. The less I know, the better. I yeah. just don't want to be. Like, I don't want to see anything. We literally have, like, five more months to go before um, we. Wait a minute. Yes, five more months yeah, to go. Yeah, don't, don't fucking do that. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just like, I got blue balls as it is. Like, how long are we going to say four months? I'm just going to explode. Oh, my God. You can be four months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we only have uh, five more months to go until The Last Jedi comes out. That's how, I, that's how it was when I lost my virginity. I'm like, I'm only five months away. <laughs> how do you know? My dad's like, how do you know she'll sleep with you? I look. Hey, Pabellito, Pabellito. Look, let's just go see the goddamn movie, okay? <laughs> My dad sounds like Sammy Sosa. <laughs> I, heard oh. that the, I heard that the sharks are using cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, let me get, not get off too much on a tangent. But yeah, um, I have I've been letting myself see a little bit of um, uh, of like behind the scenes footage of uh, the Last Jedi. It looks dope. I won't spoil any of it for Pablo, okay. but there is a really really funny little clip. Um, they wrap up um, production for the day or maybe for the movie, and there's somebody, a crew member, standing around, and then Ak- Admiral Akbar mask. And uh, what's that thing that that they do? Oh, the they, slate. The, the slate. slate. Yeah, the slate. They they snap the slate, and uh, the crew member goes, "It's a wrap." You know, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, that's so nerdy, but so good, so good." <laughs> oh man, I um, yeah, man, I I I love the those um, like the 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 puns that they use whenever mm-hmm. that's like, you know, differentiated. Like it's like you know. What is it like if they point to like what are these coordinates? They're like it's a map, you know. <laughs> I love any kind of differentiation of that phrase. Just a quick little review because we both, many podcasts ago, were saying fuck this movie to the ends of the earth. But <laughs> through through other through what well, we've said that about a lot of movies, to be truthful. But but through other means, we managed to see the movie. Um, the movie I'm talking about is uh, Alien Covenant. Um, it's the follow-up to Prometheus. And uh, with us in studio today uh, to talk to me and Pablo is uh, the one and only uh, director of said film and many of the other alien films, Ridley Scott. Oh, hello, hello. Hi, Ridley. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, sir? Oh, it's a and... All that lot. Okay, very uh, good, very good. Yes. Now, um, now we watched right. we watched this movie, and uh, we had certain feelings and thoughts about it. Um, right, right. Okay. Uh, for example, why was there a uh, Caucasian xenomorph? Oh well, you know, if they go around uh, with the, uh, you know, issue too many, uh, uh, you know, black. Uh, uh, xenomorph or what have you, or he creates a die. He gets too much of a sense of danger. But what? Oh, I see. So what you're saying is is that black xenomorphs are somehow worse, and so making a white xenomorph that didn't even have a mouth most of the time is some is somewhat more friendly. Well, you saw saying? you saw the people approaching it. Approaching it, okay. Um, I don't think they were exactly like approaching it. I think they were no, just. It's got a smile on it. You, you, you look at it, and it looks like it has a smile. Oh God, this is disgusting. Um, look, I just. Have... I'm just telling it like it is. All right, Ridley Scott. Look. One more question about this film. Um, I mean, there are a ton, but we only have but so much time. <sighs> there, Shoot. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, there was a point uh, where it's revealed that um, the the doctor, um, whom I like to refer to as Space Bjork, um, was, uh, was not going to return for the film, but her character was still in it, and we saw that she... Met quite an a brutal demise. Yes, yes, quite. Yeah. So, what I want to ask you is, uh, what the fuck do you have against women? 
oh, well, you know, I think and, it's a laugh. It's, and it, oh, it's a laugh. Okay. You know. In all these films, you have women being chased by black aliens, and the women are usually white. Um, I'm trying to figure out, what the fuck are you trying to say? Oh, well, you know, it's like I just want to create a sense of danger. No. What the, oh, create a sense of danger by perpetuating, like, this myth that black is somehow chasing, you know, the white female and, you know, being a danger, and she has to somehow escape him and this, well, that, and the other. While, I, while I being was scared. By being scared. Yeah, yeah, we know you're scared. I'm but, kind but, of scared right now. Yeah. Oh, why? Because because I'm sitting here, you motherfucker? Should I be putting on some cling? Would that make you feel better, huh? Yeah, answer the question, Ridley. Thanks for jumping in, Pablo. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. Let's get him. <laughs> That's the last time we're having him on the show. But we do thank him for coming on. That's so, great. Yeah. So yeah, Alien Covenant was, um, it was weird. It was. I will give it that. It was very dark, um, and I do like dark movies. But it it didn't it didn't hit it didn't have the punch of some other Alien films. I don't really feel like it moved the story along in quite a significant way. It showed a lot of brutality, which you know right, is right. president it is, is present. Is president the president's in it? Yes, the president's <laughs> in it. Yes, he was. He was the Caucasian alien. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, God, that's that. I could go on and on about that. But <laughs> like Sammy, wasn't Sammy Sosa in, in part of it? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Oh yeah. He, he got was, the black liquid in his in his ear. Just like, oh no, <laughs> I've been working so hard to make my skin soft, <laughs> and now I'm going to be an alien. <laughs> I'm already an alien. Now <laughs> it's going to be even tougher. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, so um, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I thought it was I thought it was okay. Like, um, I just felt like they cut ahead, like a movie ahead, mm-hmm. because um, like you said, space space Bjork, or uh, you know, um, uh, as she's known <laughs> in most of her familial circles as uh, Numi Rapace. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, she, like, I felt like there was so much missing out of like what happened to her character mm-hmm. that it felt it honestly felt like somebody chopped an entire movie out of the movie we were watching. So I mean, it, it just felt like they they like the studios were just like cut ahead to the good part where you get to see the fucking aliens ready. Yeah, There's enough of this fucking you know black liquid bullshit <laughs> we want to see fucking the xenomorphs already mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and like for the most part like you know it, i i enjoyed it um i really like michael fassbender and his um his dual roles in the movie were yeah yeah were cool um that was very good that was very good but we never even got to um get any sort of insight in terms of why the what are they called the the architects, the designers, um, the engineers, the engineers? Thanks. It was one of those fields. Um, <laughs> why the engineers like want to fucking kill us? Like the podiatrists. The podiatrists. It's a weird. <laughs> it's just a weird profession. It's just a whole world of proctologists. Yeah. It's like you would not butch asses. You know, just the ass medicine is eons ahead of anything <laughs> that we have. Like. Yeah, so that that's that's how I felt with that movie. It's it's worth one watch if you're into the series. 
Um, I hope that whoever they got, um, uh, what's her name? Carbon copy Ripley. Oh yeah. I mean, it's always, it's so funny because like in, in Ridley Scott's, um, alien series, it's always like, uh, she with the shortest hair must live, (laughs) you know, um, and be like, you know, the ass kicker or whatever. But uh, I, which, you know, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what, what's the point of that is, but, um, I'm sure to Ridley Scott, it's, it makes perfect sense. Um, but I mean, I I thought the movie was, was okay. Um, you know, Ridley Scott said something that was, that I thought was really kind of fucked up and racist and, and, uh, you know, to me, he, he falls in that weird cat, that subcategory of racist, uh, film directors that, uh, for some reason or another, get a pass Hmm. in Hollywood. Um, so, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that uh, that it was a good movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can you can just tell by our unenthusiasm that yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 not exactly getting four stars. But the one thing I I do wish that I would have seen this past week, you know, I would have had to have crazy privilege to go see it. But um, in Hall H uh, at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, at the panel for the Black Panther movie. Oh! Like, it's all over the internet. It's like, whatever it is that they showed in there had the cast completely just tickled pink and got a standing ovation from the audience. Like, I'm dying to know what it is that they showed. Like, I'm waiting on this movie on pins and needles anyway. It's just like, oh, it must have been the best. Dude, I can't wait for that fucking movie. Oh, it's going to be so um, good. So far, it seems like my uh, Marvel continues to knock it out of the park because, yeah. um, you know, the let's not forget the trailer for Justice League came out. Yeah, uh, the, the third one came out. Let's not, uh, you know, let's not forget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Justice League. Um, look, we're going to see this movie. Yeah. We, we know we're going to see this movie. We're going to see it in the theater. But we're not sure like we're going to get blown away by this. Um, there is a lot of talk behind the scenes that it's not going too well. Yeah. Um, was there was there a, a director change mid? Yeah, because yeah. there was a tragedy in Zack Snyder's family. Like oh, I, okay. I like I, I feel really bad for what happened to him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, you know, that isn't you know, I feel like I'm not going to say but mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to say that I'm. I'm going to watch the movie and I'm going to try to keep an open mind about it. Yeah. I've just like, you know, I've seen Batman versus Superman. I've seen, you know, more so Suicide Squad left an awful taste in my mouth. Um, it's like hot pennies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that the taste that like people describe like when they get a stroke? I think so. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Um, but yeah, that I hated, I hated, 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 I still hate that fucking movie. Hate Suicide Squad. I can't even bring myself to put it on in the background. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I, I hate that movie, but I'm, I'm definitely going to see, um, Justice League, uh, if nothing else, because the flash scenes look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We get to see it's, uh, you know, speedster. Yeah. Hopefully like really done right. Uh, on screen we've seen a few you know good depiction of speed of speedsters and others not so good but 
you know, this is this is like the iconic guy, you know. So. Yeah, and also they're um, they're talking about like they completely. What ha- what's happening with DC is really interesting in terms of their movies. They're they completely put a halt to the Flash movie. Really, and now they're talking Flashpoint, which I'm like, Jesus, a reboot already? You're gonna reboot the entire universe? Oh shit! Um, that might be their only saving grace. I, I mean, yeah, they. I mean, uh, ooh, it's because it's not what depressing Superman isn't doing it for you. <laughs> no, I like depressing Superman, but I'm just oh, I'm just saying on, I do dude. I do I I mean. I like I like it, but but I would like the movie, all the movies, to be good and and a universe to be built that we could get excited about, so that they push Marvel, Marvel pushes them, and we have nothing. We have we go beyond the golden age of comic book movies. We go into like the platinum age. Oh, that would know? be that would be kind of dope. Like, yeah, I would love to see, you know, uh, superhero movies like you know have better writing, mm-hmm. better stories, you know. Um, and more diversity, but mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, like what DC is doing right now, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, iffy with their future. Like they're already planning to reboot the universe with Flashpoint because of those those of you who don't know, uh, Flashpoint is an event where uh, the the superhero, the DC superhero, the Flash, goes back in time, saves his mom. And then changes the entire course of, like, in saving his mom, changes the entire course of the DC universe. Um, you know, Batman's dad is Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce, It's Bruce Wayne that dies, and mm-hmm. his mom becomes Joker. Really yeah. weird. Um, I, I'd love to see that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Superman was actually crash-landed in Metropolis, and he's being held in an underground government bunker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, for some reason, Cyborg has taken his place. Um, it's just, it's really crazy. And then by the time that Flash tries to get everything back in order, he's already changed the entire timeline for good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure what DC's game is. Um, I just hope that whatever they do, it leads to like some good storytelling because I, I don't want to see another suit like i can't go through another suicide squad i refuse to pay for that kind of movie well they already greenlit the second one so fuck so they're probably shooting right now as we speak um yeah uh brief brief weird thing that happened this week it's like this rumor flared up out of nowhere that ben affleck was going to be leaving uh oh yeah yeah but he's straight he straightened that out yeah. in like hall hall eight whatever i always think hall h is hall like it, it's the <laughs> hall that has everything else uh that has everything you know comic-con oriented so yeah. in hall h he was he declared his love for batman yeah seriously i mean they they squashed that quick but for a second it was just like wow man this looks te- this looks bad yeah. like it's like Robert Downey Jr. walking out in the middle of like Iron Man Two. Like, yeah, you know, fuck this shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging up the cowl. Like I said, he's gonna put on the devil horns. He's gonna go back to playing Daredevil. Just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> heaven forbid. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure heaven has nothing to do with <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Marvel um, would never let it happen. I think I think Ben Affleck would meet with a very quick demise, you know, with the Marvel snipers. They're just like, nope, you're not going to ruin this. 
They just get like a like the guy that plays the mountain to play Bane, and just like <laughs> break Ben Affleck over his knee. <laughs> like the executives told me to do this. Oh! <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, but um, yeah. So that uh, sounds like a good place to to cap things. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being with us this week. Uh, it's been crazy, but um, we're all still surviving. Also, uh, just want to s- give a shout out to uh, the show Pandemonium Radio on here on. Um, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, they do a good show, a good solid show. I love listening to you guys. So, you know, keep up the good work. And also, dear listeners, we're going to be streaming our show soon. Uh, it's going to be archived and you'll be able to uh, stream our past episodes because not everybody can listen on noon on a Monday. Yeah. Um, so uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll definitely give you all the heads up when it is live and popping. Yeah. Yeah. With consent. With consent. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that about wraps her up. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And this has been Robots, Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the Week.